0: Hey, I'm Amber, and I'm Becca, and this is Forward Farming. Hey guys, welcome back to Forward Farming.
1: Long time no chat, huh, Becca?
0: I feel like I just talked to
1: you. <laughs> I know. Ugh, this no, is.
0: I'm not complaining. <laughs> <laughs>
1: I was going to say, oh, it's kind of a struggle to be here sitting with you again this soon. (laughs) We don't even
0: see each other anymore, so it's okay. (laughs) We can't even look at each other.
1: (laughs) Probably for the best. I have have a very dirty sweatshirt on right now covered in toothpaste, so I'm sure sure you don't want to see that.
0: Minor details.
1: (laughs) But hey, at least we're back on schedule, so cheers to that
0: we are for a week well next week i think we'll be on schedule too so
1: yeah
0: here we go (laughs) um so this week amber is going to be in the hot seat uh last week we did our dairy misconceptions and this week we're going to turn the tables and do like misconceptions and assumptions about cranberries and amber is gonna debunk all the things
1: so buckle up it's gonna be a good one just yeah (laughs) just kidding
0: <laughs> um cool. So before we start, let's do some highs and lows.
1: Yeah, it's been kind of a short week for us. We've had a day without talking to each other, but <laughs> do you have any uh let's start with highs this time? Do you have any uh highs as of today? Um uh, sure.
0: Uh well <laughs> yeah, I had my first um night market uh yesterday in Cuba City. Uh, it was, I mean, a great turnout and there was like a chance of storms and stuff. And it was just, it was one of those things where like, I was going to go either way, but I was like, I really don't want to get rained on again. Like mm-hmm. my second market rained on. Um, but the rain really, it held off. It, it sprinkled for like two seconds. And then it was just, it was a gorgeous night. It was a little bit windy. Um, but yeah, there's a lot of people. They had a lot of vendors show up. So good. it was a really good time.
1: Good. There's more than three people that showed up yes. to Vendors.
0: <laughs> yes, yes. <laughs> oh, gosh. Yeah, and I, there was like a lot more than last year, actually. Um, and it's a pretty small city, but like the the director just does a great job of um, bringing people in. And he had a band and then they have, um, we've got a, it's called it's Vesperman Farms by us. It's like a local, um, it's a farm. They have uh, strawberries and then they do pumpkins in the fall. Um, and like a petting zoo in the fall and stuff. They're just Aww. a really interactive um, place for kids and stuff. And they got Mom. some
1: asked. <laughs> okay. Yeah, silly Joe. <laughs>
0: like, um, and they got an ice cream truck ooh. I don't know if it was last year or the year before. But yeah, so they they do their own ice cream now. And then they take the trucks to events anywhere around like the county and stuff. So they usually come to the market and that brings in a ton of people because they've got great ice cream. So that sounds was a lot fun. Of fun. And then they had uh, the guy right across from me, he um, does barbecue mm. and he had smoked brisket sandwiches and pulled pork and smoked mac and cheese. And I had to like smell that the whole time. So then eventually I just got a smoked brisket uh, sandwich <laughs> for dinner. It was
1: delicious. <laughs> Uh, I'm a little jealous. It sounds really good right now, actually. Hi. And I just got done eating. That's how good it sounds. <laughs> Did you hear me? I asked what your high was. <laughs> oh, no, I hi. didn't. I was like,
0: uh-oh. I think she needed herself, no but I don't know. Hi. Hi. Oh, Sophia wants to say hi quick. Hi. Okay, tell her bye. Bye. <laughs> oh, hi. Say hi and bye. Hi. No, say
1: bye.
0: Uh-huh. Oh, you're... You're getting Aww. a hug. Aww. Okay. Okay. Why don't you guys go watch TV, please? Why don't you guys go get a freezy? Better eat it before daddy gets home.
1: I know.
0: Well, daddy turned it off. So, yeah, the market was fun. Um, Amber, do you have a high?
1: <laughs> uh, you should tell them to have a contest to see who can get a brain freeze first.
0: You no, know, that's a bad idea, though, because then um, they'll eat it too fast and I won't um, have any peace and quiet. <laughs> Who can... Yep, you can have a freezy. Go get it.
1: Um, freezy. Freezy too. I don't want a freezy. Thank you, though. Oh, they're just being little angels tonight.
0: Sure.
1: Um. um, um anyway. Okay,
0: yep, go get one. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> I don't want one. You can go get one. <laughs>
1: Anyways, back to your high. <laughs> uh my high, we got done planting this week, which was nice. I didn't really I didn't really participate much. I was just kind of there for moral support again. That's kind of my role this this season, but that's okay. Um, it only took us two days, which is more than enough. Um, so I think we did I don't know, like 10 acres or so. Um, and that took us two whole days, and now we're done. So that's nice (laughs) everything went well for the most part and it went quick no one got hurt it's all good and it just kind of has been like a real like a spring rain which is always helpful too so got that crossed off the list and ready to dive into the growing season
0: I'm not like mad that you um couldn't really help out because that just meant that you got to like document it
1: more. Yeah. (laughs) that's pretty cool. (laughs) That's the
0: bright side of it.
1: There you go. I'm just the official cameraman, the official cameraman for this season.
0: Hey, everyone's got to do it. Yep. Yep. (laughs) I don't think your dad would be doing it.
1: (laughs) Uh, He, okay. He got a drone for Christmas last year and he's been trying to fly it around and like get some really cool footage and stuff. And he has had every opportunity. I think I talked about this during harvest. Uh, He was flying it during harvest and a gust of wind took it and flew it into a tree. (laughs) And then um, shortly after harvest, he was flying it when we were, when we just started our renovation projects. So we were, he was down in the bed with like all the stuff tore up out of it. And he was trying to get footage of the trucks hauling out sand and it got up like 20 feet in the air. And all of a sudden he just like lost control of it. Like it disconnected from his phone. and <laughs> just came splatting down to this huge puddle and it hasn't worked right since then. So he's, he was trying, I give him an A plus for trying, um, but it didn't, it didn't go well. So oh, that's too bad. <laughs> Poor guy. <laughs> RIP to the drone. <laughs> Technology, man. It's tough. Oh, anyway, Yeah.
0: do you have a low for the week?
1: <laughs> yes. Um, I had my glucose test today. I didn't know I had it today, but apparently I had it today. I think we talked about it last week, how I had an appointment today, but I didn't know what it was for and surprise, it was my glucose test. <laughs> so now I have to go in tomorrow morning um, for my three hour test because I didn't pass this one hour test. So I'm not really looking forward to that. I haven't heard many good things about it other than that. It's very easy to fail the one hour test, I guess, like one in three women fail it. Oh, Oh wow. Yeah. I mean,
0: I've, I've heard of a lot of people that don't pass it, but then they pass their three hour, no problem. But yeah. Just it's the fact that you have to do it, which sucks.
1: Yeah. The nurse is telling me today. She's like, oh, the drink that you're having today is 50 grams of sugar. And if you don't pass the one today for the one hour, um, the drink that you have for the three hours, a hundred grams of sugar. And like my stomach just did a flip thinking about it. That's, that's going to so be did, a nasty Is it crash. like kind of
0: the same where you, you drink the drink and then they take blood after an hour and then do they just like keep yeah. taking blood?
1: So the, I think they take blood four times. So you have to fast for eight hours before going in and then oh. um, they take your blood right away and then you slam the drink and then they take it um, three more times every hour on the, on your hour or whatever. So <laughs> she's like, don't be afraid oh, to ask for an not. ice pack or something. If you feel like you're going to faint. Like what? Oh, thanks. <laughs> Thank you for making me feel real good of, and confident about this. I appreciate you, but I probably will need that honestly. Cause I felt like trash later this afternoon.
0: Yeah. And then with not, oh, um, okay. So three hour glucose test, not a fun time. No, well, hopefully. And- right. And hopefully and- it's not that bad, but I feel like yeah, since you are fasting and then like literally just sugar crashing your body. <laughs> like, I don't I don't see good things
1: happening.
0: <laughs> well, I hope you pass it and then you don't have to, I guess I don't know what happens if you fail it, but.
1: <laughs> yeah, I don't eat, well, then, then you got the diabetes. I think, like,
0: I think yeah, I think you got to like watch what you eat then <laughs> and stuff.
1: And then uh, I also found out I'm like 0. 0.3. Under my iron counts, so I've start taking iron pills oh. now too. <laughs> I'm so sorry to you. My stomach is still a wreck. Is it? Yeah. yeah. She was. She was trying to tell me. She's like, try to find the gentle iron. What and I uh, don't
0: think is there such thing as a gentle iron.
1: Um. I I Amazon searched it, and there's like a. Is there
0: like there is one. Potent?
1: Yeah, there is one called gentle iron. And they also gave some other tips like try drinking it with orange juice without calcium. Um, Don't drink it with any like dairy products because a dairy wreaks havoc on your body when you're taking iron and like space out your dairy and your iron supplements, I guess. That's interesting. I guess
0: I'll
1: have I should send you the. I'll send you a screenshot of all the stuff that says to take. I know, I know my take.
0: doctor. Yeah, I know my doctor told me to take it with uh, orange juice. I never buy it, so I haven't yet. But because she said it like aids in the absorption of it. Yeah. Um, I take it right before bed now, and I, I don't know if that's helping
1: or hurting, but I don't know.
0: Regardless, it sucks.
1: Yeah. So today was a little bit of a. <laughs> was a different type of day that I wasn't expecting but here's to a brighter day tomorrow and hopefully I don't puke
0: yes that's all we can ask for
1: (laughs) oh lord
0: what was your low um my dinosaur children um (sighs) I've just still been dealing with iron stomach issues <laughs> it kind of sucks like I'll feel fine and then all of a sudden I'll feel like crap again and I, I stopped taking the fiber which I think helped I mean I know it has helped mm-hmm. but it hasn't like completely made made it better so mm-hmm. I don't I, I it's gotta be the iron because it like I was fine Until I started taking it, but I guess I don't want to bleed out either. So we'll
1: keep taking it. (laughs) Right. I'll, um, I'll send you the information that I got today and see if anything lines up to what you are being told and stuff. So stay tuned for that.
0: (laughs) Do you have, um, any goals for this week? I mean, I guess we just talked about goals last two, two days ago, but,
1: (laughs) um, to pass my glucose test. That's my immediate goal, um, and then I also have my first baby shower this weekend, which I'm kind of excited about. Dan's grandma and that side of the family is throwing me a shower, which is exciting, but also kind of scary because that's like making it real, and I don't know, I don't know if I'm ready. But <laughs> oh, I feel you on that. <laughs>
0: Uh, that'll be fun, though. Yeah. You know, kind of get your mind off things if the glucose
1: test doesn't go well. <laughs> I, I just have a feeling like Dan's just going to send me all those diabetes. <laughs> like, you know, the diabetes cat little <laughs> gift thing. <laughs> you
0: know, Amber, this probably wouldn't have happened if you would have
1: listened to your mom and not had those three little chocolates. <laughs> oh, do you know how many times I heard that today? <laughs> <laughs> oh, my gosh. really. <laughs> Uh anyway, let's change the subject before I start crying. <laughs> what is your goal for the week?
0: <laughs>
1: oh, that's funny.
0: Uh it's not funny, but cuz it it's, you know, it's kind of funny it with it, but it's literally just your body. Um let's see. I I'm going to go to the Darlington Farmers Market um Saturday again, so my goal is to so enjoy like it more. <laughs>
1: And, now uh, that you kind of know what to expect
0: yeah and it's like the weather's supposed to be better it's supposed to be warm but mm-hmm. um i would rather have warm than cold and rainy like it right. was because that that just wasn't a good time for me oh, but
1: no. Um, no, yeah it. that's my goal
0: just to get out to that have a good time and hopefully make some sales
1: yeah we'll keep us updated and we like seeing your journey we love seeing your journey on instagram Oh, my God. Thank you. you. <laughs> oh my goodness! All right,
0: should we get into some
1: misconceptions? You betcha.
0: Uh, okay, so we'll just start with the most obvious one. We've talked about it before. Uh, the probably the one that you hear the most is that cranberries are grown in water.
1: Yeah, they don't. How's that? <laughs> No, that's
0: very, rivet- <laughs> very riveting answer. Thank you.
1: Was that helpful? Um, yeah, that's kind of one of the driving forces to why I started my Instagram page is I was just getting sick of people asking me how cranberries grow in water and what it's like to wear hip boots all day and it just and if there's fish that swim out in the cranberries like, ugh. um. But it's totally understandable because that's all you really see um, when people talk about cranberries like anytime they're shown on tv or if they're in like magazines or something like all you see is cranberries floating in water like it's a it's a gorgeous picture of them um it's probably one of I think it's one of the prettiest harvests around but that's only like 30 days out of the entire year that's not what they're like the rest of the year so um Cranberries are a low running vine and they grow in a very sandy, acidic soil, um, at least here in Wisconsin, they do. And there is no water involved for a majority of the year outside of harvest. Um, and sometimes in the winter and early spring, they're, they're never flooded underwater like what you usually see. A lot of people um, kind of just think of cranberries kind of grown like rice, I guess, I'm not an expert on rice, but I think they grow in fields and water in like a very swampy area. Um, But we are in a marsh, and a marsh is different than a swamp. Don't ask me how or why a marsh is different than a bog. Um, It is somehow. I don't know the exact definition, but we, yeah, we don't have them growing in water. They love water, but they do not grow and survive in it that was a much better answer thank you (laughs) you bet
0: (laughs) uh yeah i know someone else had said that um they uh, um they thought that they kind of like grew like like rice did and were just like underwater a lot more but we know thanks to you that that is not the case um another assumption or maybe misconception. I don't know what to call these, but I don't um, either. <laughs> um, cranberries uh, don't require a lot of management or inputs. And <laughs> well, after following you, I think that we, uh, we know that that's not the case.
1: Yeah. Someone um, tagged me in a post, like they reshared my thing or whatever. And they're like, I had no idea cranberries are so bougie. And I love that they are. <laughs> they're so bougie and needy. Um, they for, okay. So cranberries are one of the few native fruits to North America. So they are grown wild. Like we have them growing wild in our, in our like very swampy areas still. Um, so they do survive well on their own in the wild, but when we, um, cultivated them and, and turned them into a larger operation, they do require a lot more attention. Um, so there's a lot of things that we have to, keep an eye out for whether that be um, weeds or pests um, or not enough water, especially Um, they dry out very quickly. They really like a very specific soil um, acidity and the nutrients in the soil is very important. Otherwise, if that's off even just a little bit, like the crop is completely uh, thrown off. Like if we put on too much fertilizer one year, like it, the plant just freaks out and grows way too much uh, just from like one wrong application. So they're a very sensitive plant. And a lot of people, uh, it always makes me laugh. Like people will say, oh, I, you make it look so easy. How can I do this in my backyard? Um, I hate to burst your bubble, but you, I mean, you can, but you can't at the same time. Like you're not, it's, it's so time- uh, can, it's so time consuming that it wouldn't be worth your efforts to have like a sandbox in your backyard, plant cranberries and expect a large return from them. Um, you would get maybe like a handful of fruit and people don't don't understand that, but they're they always ask like, how can I do this in my backyard? Well, you can't. <laughs> I don't know. it's just they're so, they're so delicate, and and bougie was just a perfect word that I hadn't thought of. But we're all just very. I I told her. I told this person. I was like, we're all just very dramatic here out in Cranland. With the people and and the plants are all just very. We're all just very dyna- dra- dramatic, and we require a lot of attention. Bougie, I like that bougie. That should be like,
0: <laughs> yeah. Ocean spray needs to do like a campaign on that or
1: something. <laughs> Let me talk to my people and I'll get back to Ocean's you. Ocean's
0: free if you're listening.
1: <laughs> make a bougie uh, product.
0: <laughs> so bougie. I mean, speaking of bougie, here's a, a good assumption that I guess I, I can't think of if I had it or not. But um, this one says that they make the absolute best wine. And I feel like maybe I've had cranberry wine, but I
1: I don't know. But it sounds really good. Uh, yes and no, it can be done really well, or it can be done very poor. I've never had a mediocre cranberry wine. (laughs) So (laughs) they have this very distinct taste when they start to go rotten. Like when the, when the fruit starts getting soft, they just have this very pungent rotten taste and sometimes wine tastes like that and maybe it's just me that picks up on it because I know what it tastes like and what it smells like I'm just so familiar with that smell that I hate the taste of it um but if it's done right it tastes like cranberry juice which I think I
0: don't that's know if dangerous. that's done
1: right or not but <laughs> like the best tasting ones you like taste like more like juice and less like rotten fruit <laughs> Um, yeah maybe, I guess
0: like you're not you can't just like ferment them like you would a grape
1: yeah maybe I will um bring you a bad tasting one and a good one and I will let you decide what you think if our opinions match up after that'll after do. babies of course
0: I feel like your, your cranberry palette is probably much more defined than mine is, but
1: yes, I have the bougie so palette. That,
0: that's true. i so <laughs> picky that maybe it won't matter.
1: <laughs> that's true. <laughs> um, maybe I'll ask Joey. Does he have a more tasteful palette? I mean, he'll eat like anything. So, okay. Well, as long as he's being honest with his opinions, I guess. Yeah.
0: Um, okay. So some of these are kind of like questions, but That's we're fine. just going to, we're going to roll with it. Yeah. Um, so this question is kind of about um, the last few days of you planting and stuff. Mm-hmm. They want to know if the vines that you just spread and planted will produce fruit this year, or if it like how long
1: it takes, if it's going to take a couple seasons to start producing. Yeah. So we, so if you haven't seen my Instagram story, so we don't plant everything all at once. We only do a couple acres at a time just because the plant doesn't, it can produce fruit for like over 50 years, like five, zero, uh, 50 years. So we don't need to replant everything all at once. But, uh, when we do notice that it's time to replant, uh, the, the crop size isn't up to the standard that we need it to be. So that's when we know it's kind of fizzling out and that there's no really saving it. So um, after its final harvest, like we have this planned out a couple years in advance. So it's not like a snap decision that we make during harvest. We kind of notice it for a couple years. And if it's not getting better, then we know, okay, in 2022, this is the year that we're tearing up X, Y, and Z uh, beds and replanting it with this variety. So after the final harvest, we will pretty much we'll just go out there with a big lawnmower and just mow all of the vines right down to the ground. And then we'll just go out there and burn everything. So there's no saving the vines and like it, they won't start growing um, out where we, yeah. where we dump them. So after all the vines are burned off, we dig out all the old dirt and soil, everything that's in, in there with it. So we pull up any drain tile that's out in there um, to help, absorb the water and stuff. Um, We dig all that stuff out and then we put in fresh new layer of sand to get that all to grade, put in drain tile, uh, put in new irrigation system if it needs it, uh, a buried irrigation pipe. And then once we have that all leveled um, in the springtime, whenever, if we have a variety that we like that we want to replant into that fresh sand, we go in again with that lawnmower basically we mow the vines uh, right down to the ground, and then we come in with a hay baler, and then we will bale those vine trimmings and put them into literally a hay bale, like a square bale, um, and then we will put those vines under running water constantly until they're ready to be planted about a month later. So they cranberries are a propagating plant, which means that they um, will regrow from pretty much just like the stems or the cuttings. So the bed that we had mowed, um, that will take a year or two to produce a sizable crop that we can actually get a good harvest off of again. And after we plant them, um, again, we might have some fruit that shows up in the fall, but usually it takes two to three years before we get like the full potential. And then after that, uh, it'll be about 50 plus years until it needs to be replanted again. Does that make sense?
0: Yeah. So that is pretty crazy to think like 50 Mm -hmm. years. Do you like, would there ever be like a, uh, I don't want to say like a natural disaster, but like a weather Mm -hmm. event that would kind of kill the lifespan of it, that you would have to do that early? Or does that just not happen very often?
1: Um, so like we, thankfully, like we are very fortunate that we live in an area with a high water table. So we always have, uh, I don't want to say plenty of water, but we have water available. So like drought is never um, an issue for us really. Uh, but like we've had tornadoes and stuff come pretty close to us and the vines root so deep that it they don't get pulled out or anything or like high winds. So the cranberry bed itself is dug into the ground. So it's a couple of feet lower than like the ground itself. So it's closer to the water table so that the the bottom of the bed is close to the water and it just kind of like always, the roots always are damp from the ground. Um, so they're low enough in the ground that wind is never really an, uh, an issue either. So they're not getting like blown or like pulled pulled at. Um, we did have a, a pretty bad disease roll through like in the early 1900s, it was called cotton ball. And, and if you had this disease, it would, it would kill the vines and they would never come back from it. But a lot of the times if we have a disease now, or um, I don't want to make it sound like we have a lot of diseases out here. We don't, but if we do a lot of the times it'll just infect like a very small area uh, and like a very small area might die. And then take a year or two to come back for it to kind of grow out. And then the new growth is healthy and, and fine again. Um, so they're they're such it's such an interesting plant, like how self-sufficient they are. Um that we're self-sufficient,
0: it, but they're bougie. <laughs> yeah,
1: right. Like it makes no sense, but they're, like they're so high maintenance, but yet they take care of themselves so well that we don't have a lot to worry about outside of like grasses or bugs or things like that so that's kind of that's kind of cool I think
0: yeah that is nice cool um a another kind of question someone wanted to know um how you are like paid throughout the year when the harvest is in the fall <laughs> um which I'm guessing is kind of like crops like you yeah just get
1: paid and you you make it work all year long <laughs> um <laughs> So so we grow all of our fruit for Ocean Spray. Ocean Spray is a grower-owned co-op. I'm just going to throw that out there right away. So um, we don't get paid right away. Um, I think like our first payment comes in January. So our harvest is September through uh, the end of October. And we don't get any money from that harvest until, like I said, like, January. And then um, we don't get everything all at once. They kind of split it up quarterly. So we're always getting paid throughout the year. Like we just kind of get like big chunks throughout the year instead of just all at once, which is really nice and helpful. Um, But that, I mean, if you want to talk, if you want to talk money, I'm not the best at it, but here's here's what I do know. I don't like it. I don't like when people ask me like, oh, what's the price of cranberries? Like to me, that question is just off limits. I don't like that question, but, um, we are kind of going through like a weird transition with ocean spray. So there was, um, if, if you people are up to date on your cranberry knowledge, there was an oversupply <laughs> that we were going through. We we're kind of coming back from a, a tough couple of years uh, there was an oversupply, oversupply issue that we had a couple years ago where like we have so many new hybrid varieties. Um, so when I say like a hybrid, it's not like a, a GMO thing. It's it's just cross pollinating um, different varieties to make a better variety, more targeted towards what, what ocean spray wants at that time. So like um, 10, 20 years ago, Ocean Spray was looking for fruit that was great for juice. Uh, So that entailed like um, a smaller berry with like a more hollow inside. So there's more juice in there, like just natural juice in the fruit. But now that craisins are becoming a bigger thing, they wanted kind of a bigger berry um, with a thicker flesh. And less of the juice so we kind of cross pollinated different varieties to make the fruit that is more desirable for the processor are, are you following does this all make sense so far
0: yeah I mean okay. <laughs> you have to yeah you have to keep up with yeah up market trends and you have to keep up with what consumers
1: want so right so with these new varieties they were producing way more fruit than what we were used to so we had um like all these growers had like this huge huge supply of cranberries but the dealer had nothing to do with all of the fruit that was coming and like they just couldn't keep up with our production so um it got to a point where they were having a, having to set aside a certain percentage of everyone's crop because they just couldn't use it so it was basically uh like the equivalent of dumping milk uh, except for us, that this this is our only harvest. So when they tell us that they're going to be setting aside 25% of our crop and not getting paid for it, like that's that's uh, that's not the best option out there. So um, Ocean Spray knew that this wasn't great for the growers, obviously. So they they kind of revamped everything behind the scenes as far as like their team goes. And they really invested a lot of time and effort into rebranding and finding new purposes for the entire fruit and not just like the skin or like, or now they're taking like the seeds and they're finding things to do with the seeds. So they don't have to throw those away. They're finding uses for the skins and like different medicinal purposes for the entire fruit. Um, So we don't have to have this issue again, which is Uh, Pretty comforting for us as growers, knowing that they're putting in so much um, time, effort, and money into all this research for us. So you're going to be seeing a lot of new um, products from Ocean Spray, a lot of new rebranding, marketing tactics, trying to get people excited about cranberries again so we don't have to worry about um, setting aside product any longer. Well,
0: it's awesome that they see that there's a problem and they're going to fix it.
1: Yeah. And it, it was great to know that it, they didn't take like five years to realize this. It was like an instant thing too. So that was very nice. If you are, uh, in the dairy industry, you're a marketer,
0: <laughs> it would take some notes. <laughs> <Just> Same, <saying. laughs> <Just kidding. laughs> So, uh, not to go back to like money, but, um, like we've got the corn market we've got a soybean market and a fluid milk market is there like a cranberry market then is it like a very volatile market like other crops are
1: or is it um i guess i don't know enough about like other markets to have anything to compare it to um so i don't i don't know is that <laughs> <Fair enough. laughs> that's that's my answer i don't know that's one thing i don't know anything about
0: yeah, that is. I mean, it's it's a different different way of getting paid. I mean, because like us, obviously, if you are a bigger farmer or you have grain storage, you can kind of sell throughout the year. Mm-hmm. Um, but for us, we don't have any storage, so like you, when we harvest, everything goes right to the elevator. Yeah, and then we get paid right away. So then, we have to use that money to like pay for all of our inputs throughout the year. Hmm.
1: Um. Yeah, I and- mean. I mean, I guess like we don't, we, we aren't, we don't do any, we don't have any extra storage. So everything that we send in, like it just goes straight from the marsh to the plant right away. Um, and I think that's kind of in your contract with ocean spray too, that you can't, like you can't save it. You can't sell to other people. Like everything that you're contracted with ocean spray has to go there right away. Um, So then everything gets counted up right away and, and all that other stuff too. And then it just kind of, they, they, they decide what, what gets paid, like they decide how much you get paid based off of what everybody's crop sizes for the year. So if it's like a really good year, if everybody's bringing in a lot of fruit, the price is going to be lower than if, <laughs> if it was just a really terrible year and there's not a lot of fruit, then your price is going to be higher. Right. I think.
0: Yeah. I mean, it's plain demand, I guess. That makes sense. Yeah. So that's all I know about that. Fun. Um, Here is a assumption um, that cranberries or like cranberry juice is good for like urinary tract infections. (laughs) I don't know if you know the science behind it. Is it just like the antioxidants in it or?
1: Yeah. So cranberries are actually, this is one thing that really bothers me. So stick with me here. So cranberries are considered a super fruit. Like they're so high in antioxidants, vitamin C. Um, like there have been so much, so much research done uh, on just overall health. <laughs> like they're it's great for gut health. It's good for like your, your dental health. It's good for heart health. They're good for, especially uh, urinary health as well. And there's a lot of, there, I think there is one study done in the entire history of cranberry studies to uh, help with UTIs. That one study said that um, it wasn't helpful just because they were taking a look at like cranberry juice cocktail and not like cranberries in general um, or like as a whole. So that one negative article just like sparked everyone to be like, oh, well, I'm not, why would I drink cranberry juice? It's not going to help me. And like, that's just one, that's just how fast it took off. But it, like, that's what doctors give you. Why? Like it's yes. Long story short. Yes. Cranberries are good for (laughs) urinary health. Um, If, if you do have urinary issues, I would take, there is a pure cranberry juice. So it's no sugar added. Um, You can get it off of Amazon. Otherwise, I've seen it a lot at Target, too. I give it to my cat because she has urinary issues. I drink it in my smoothies, and I haven't had any issues, and I used to have a lot of issues with it. Um, but it's just – it's it's very potent, but it, it works really well. Otherwise, there's like um, – I know like Azo or something like that. They make a good cranberry pill for um, urinary health. Like it's – it's, it's just the best natural way to treat it. I think. And little, yeah. little Winnie is just the little, <laughs> she's my success story. She had, um, bladder stones when she was, I don't know, like a year old, maybe. Um, which I didn't know bladder stones were a thing, but it's just like, when that sounds yarn, awful. Yeah. It like your urine crystallizes in your bladder and it would I think it would like cut up her bladder. So she would like pee blood and she was just a mess. And um I would pour this cranberry juice on her food. Excuse me, I'm not crying. I'm just burping up my root beer. <laughs> she, <laughs> <laughs> she would uh she'd eat, she loved eating this on uh with her food, and she hasn't had a problem with it since I started doing this for her. So um if it's good enough for my cat, it like trust me, my cat is is the bougiest of bougies (laughs) and she's and she's doing a okay so yes please drink cranberry juice for your urinary health and for other health reasons too just avoid for your drinking
0: needs because yeah cranberry vodka doesn't get
1: much better than that not that i'm not that i'm knocking cranberry juice cocktail but if you're looking for health benefits switch to a to switch to a different cranberry juice stick to like the 100% juices or something well
0: and I hate how hard it is to actually find that though yeah like in the gas station they don't sell it at least like when I look last and then even at the store like you really have to look to make sure that you're
1: getting 100% juice right and um yeah so now Instead of like the, the concentrates, they're adding um, different fruit fruit juices to to like make natural sweeteners. So it's not just straight sugar. Um, yeah, because <laughs> that's a different tangent that I don't want to get into. <laughs> but <laughs> uh, yeah. my, my favorite is just the 100%. There is a difference between the pure and 100% cranberry juice. If you're looking for urinary issues, uh, go with the pure. But for drinking, I like the 100% cranberry juice. Noted. Yes.
0: <laughs> well, I don't have any more misconceptions or assumptions. Is there anything we miss that you like hear a lot, and you just kind of want to get it off your chest right now? This <gasps> is a safe space. Is it? <laughs> yeah. It's just it's just me and you. And we're just
1: having a conversation. <laughs> um. Uh, I think we pretty much covered everything. Just, I think the only other big misconception is that um, cranberries are just for the holiday. Cranberries are just for the holidays. <laughs> Goodness. Get your hickness back together. Cranberries are just for the holidays. Um, and that the only time that it's acceptable to eat them or consume them is like for Thanksgiving or Christmas or something which I understand because like they don't stay on the shelves very long. That's usually the time you can find fresh fruit. Mm -hmm. Um, But I mean, there, there's so many different uses for them too. Like, like take a bag of craisins and you can put it on your oatmeal or not, not, not knocking blueberries or anything, but craisins are great to bake with or cranberries in general. If you have some frozen, they don't bleed like a blueberry does. If you bake them like with muffins or bread, cranberries don't bleed. Like, you know, how blueberry will, Oh yeah. will get blue shit everywhere. (laughs) Uh, Blueberry farmers. Wow. (laughs) I mean, don't get me wrong. I love blueberries, but they can be a little messy. So if you're looking for a neater, cleaner look, cranberries (laughs) are a good substitute, but they, I mean, there's just so many different health benefits for them. Um, that it's important to have them and enjoy them all year round and not just during the holidays. Boom. (laughs)
0: Yeah, that is true. I, I, um, I don't, I, I don't mind the juice and stuff, but it's, it's one of those things where it's harder to find products, you know, throughout Mm -hmm. the year, but at the same time, you know, you can always get the craisins. You can always get the juice. Um, so that's kind of nice. And then I'm sure since they're doing so much research and stuff, they'll come out with some new products.
1: Yeah. Um, and they, and they do freeze well too. If you do, uh, buy them when they're available, you can freeze them. I think for up to a year, I want to say they're just not good. If they're thawed and then frozen, they get kind of mushy that way, but, um, for up to a year, they're good in the freezer or like, Two or three months in the refrigerator, they stay fine. Hmm. So enjoy. Good day. <laughs> Go buy some cranberries. Yes, please. Well,
0: we probably can't find fresh ones anymore, but
1: no. My child's college fund depends on you buying cranberries.
0: <laughs> no pressure or anything. No it's pressure. Fine. <laughs> it's fine if you don't want to.
1: <laughs> but we would we would really appreciate it.
0: As long as their oceans very <laughs> yes. Nice ad. <laughs> Uh, Well, uh, just looking out for the child. Thank you. (laughs) All right. Well, if you have nothing left, I have nothing left. Um, all that's left is for you people out there to one go buy some cranberries. (laughs) Two, maybe check out Apple Podcasts and leave us a rating and review. We would like that. We would. Um, if you're not following us on Facebook. Or Instagram, we're at Ford Farming Podcast. I really had to think hard about that. I don't know why. You nailed it. Uh, thank you. Uh, and then, by golly, also, if you are not following us on our personal pages, I'm at Farming with the Hillbies, And Amber is at Cranberry Chats.
1: You, you're just so good at those outros. I should just let you do it from now on.
0: <laughs> I just... I don't know I was like thinking of something else as I'm talking so then I was like wait what am I even talking about but it's like (laughs) it's it's memorized at this point (laughs) proud of you (laughs) um but yeah I hope you guys enjoyed tonight I I learned a few more things especially about like the planting and stuff that was interesting um next week I think is going to be a really fun episode yeah I'm excited for next week uh, I think you guys are really gonna like it too. So we'll just we'll leave it at that, I guess. Yeah, little, and can you believe next teaser. week?
1: Next week is already the start of June. And do you know what June is, Becca? Gosh, no, I have no idea. June is dairy <laughs> month. What? Can you believe <laughs> that? I feel wow. like May was just non-existent. There was like it just erased it from the calendar. It didn't even happen. It
0: it really did go fast. Like I I feel like just yesterday it was cold and snowy
1: and I was bitching about everything (laughs) and now it's
0: warm and
1: yeah you had your countdown for spring and now it's like almost summer what happened
0: I don't know I blinked that's what happened
1: but (gasps) oh anyway I'm
0: excited I have not done any preparing for June Dairy Month every year I'm like oh I'm gonna like I'm gonna be the best advocate in the world for the dairy industry in June and then every year it happens and I'm not so we're just gonna keep sharing doing what we're doing what we're
1: doing (laughs) you're doing great sweetie (laughs) thank you (laughs) oh goodness anyway this (laughs) is
0: getting weird yep all right well guys thanks for listening and we'll see you next week bye